Hey everybody, this is Alex Merced from alexmerced.com and today I want to just kind of talk about and just kind of explain a couple things because I feel like a lot of people seem to have a disconnect with this concept or they misunderstand what's going on. So uh, yesterday was the trans day of visibility and I posted a post. I have a lot of transgendered friends. Um, I had a previous relationship with a, a trans woman. So basically it's an issue that's kind of personal for me. I, I, I care a lot about, I have, I have siblings who are transgendered. Um, so it, it, it matters to me. And so I make a post, you know, solidarity saying, hey, you know what, to everyone in my family, to all my friends who are transgendered, I love you because I do. Um, and of course you have the trolls. You have the trolls who, um, they come in one of two tags and I'll address both of them. First one is, well, you know, why does everyone get their own special day? Why, oh, you know, where's cis day? Where's white day? Where is this? And that kind of just misunderstands the sort of the whole concept. And I agree. I agree in the sense that I want to, I wish there was a world where people, uh, better just looked at each other as their whole sum than any individual part. But that's not the point of a Trans Day of Visibility or Black History Month or all these things. That's not the point. It's not to say, okay, there's there's black people. That consciousness already existed. The, the, the reason why those things exist is because the consciousness, and what I mean by consciousness. Okay, so what happens is that whenever you're have some sort of characteristic that puts you out of the norm. People have a tendency of latching onto that characteristics, whether it's your skin color, uh, your sexuality, uh, your gender, uh, your religion, okay? And then what happens is that people will have a tendency of bringing that up when they talk to you. That tends to be what people see when they talk to you, okay? Think of this as like, um, okay, uh, you see someone who's sort of of an Orthodox religion, Muslim, Jewish, whatever, and they're wearing sort of traditional re religious attire, okay? Yeah, good, that tells you about what religion they are, but they may also like comedy movies. They might like to go, they might like mini golf. They might like writing poetry on the side, but you're not even thinking about that oftentimes. Oftentimes you're just focusing on that you see that they're in this category, and oftentimes when you, you start interacting with them, you're asking questions about that aspect of them, okay? Which is understandable behavior. It's just, you know, it's understandable. You see someone wearing, uh, you know, something like uh, like Rangers gear every day, you're going to start asking them about the Rangers. But there's so much, maybe there may be so much more to that person. But what happens is that when people keep asking you uh, about the same thing or bringing up the same aspect of you, you begin to develop a consciousness of you as that person. You begin, this is what they mean by sort of a consciousness of like black consciousness or gay consciousness. It's not that, oh, you know, we want that the only thing there is to, to the X person is that aspect of them. This is that the world has focused so much on that, that it's come, that it's kind of manifested itself in the way people think of themselves. Okay, um, for example, I was a very chubby kid and people would make fat jokes and stuff like that. And like I'm Latino, I didn't get as much in the way of Latino comments. So that, so this is this is kind of where I sometimes find myself having a hard time relating with other Latinos who've had a much more deeper experience um, and have developed that consciousness more because it was a, a more of a factor in the places they grew up with. Uh, for me, it was it was my weight. 
Okay, so basically, my weight became a big part of my identity. Um, and other aspects, uh, my geekiness and whatnot, because these are the things that people noticed and these were the things that people brought up. Initially, you know, I, I liked geeky things, but I didn't think of myself as a geek. I was a little overweight, but I didn't think of myself as overweight. It's because other people kept pointing it out. It became more and more the things that I saw. Okay, so this is where we, we're talking about, like, sort of consciousness. This is why you don't necessarily have, like, a white parade or a straight parade. Because it's not something that people point out. People don't go, oh, man, you're straight or, oh, man, you're white. It's, it's kind of like that's generally what's assumed in a sense. That's sort of that's the norm. So you don't develop a white consciousness. No one's thinking about your whiteness. OK, and so then in that case, they're going to think about something else. So your uh, your identity may end up coming from uh, you might wear a particular sports team's jerseys all day. So people think of you as the Rangers guy. And that becomes your consciousness. OK, um, so there's certain aspects and I think over in recent times, with the, with a grander discussion of like race, gender, and sexuality, and all this stuff, it, sort of a white and cis consciousness has started to raise. People are starting to notice that about themselves more and think about uh, their whiteness, their heterosexuality more um, than they did before. Which, you know, that's 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 a mix. That's whether it's bad or good or whatnot. It's 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 just the inevitability of having this conversation. People are going to then suddenly look inwards and be like, yeah, you know, I've never thought of myself as that before. But now that you mention it. Um, but that's that's where this is coming from. The idea that there's this idea that these people that the people sometimes get defined by what the world sees as odd. OK, because the things that are not odd about you aren't the things that people notice. OK, when you go when you drive down the street and you see a bunch of houses, the house you notice is the one that looks different than the other houses. That's the house you remember. Um, but that has an effect on how you imagine that neighborhood. That neighborhood's not just that house, but you think of that neighborhood as a house, as the street, the block that has that house. Okay, so people have a tendency of focusing, not necessarily on the different, but on the novel. Apologize for the sirens in the background. I'm in Brooklyn, New York City, in a busy street corner uh, near a hospital during the era of coronavirus. So there'll be sirens. So... Cool. Okay. And so a lot of times the point of like, let's say Black History Month is to show there is a lot more to people than their race. That, that you have black scientists, that you have black movie stars, that you have black this. And, and that, you know, if you're someone who grew up in my generation, that seems like, that might seem obvious because you grew up with that. But there was a time where like these, there just wasn't representation. There just wasn't, you, 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 you didn't think of others, anything beyond what made them another. Um, or you would limit what you think they can do because people do basically assume that what they've seen is what is. So if you don't see something, you don't think it can be or will be. Okay, so then that's another reason for like the trans day of visibility. The idea is that if it's not that transgender people just, you know, want to go and say, hey, look, everybody, I'm transgendered. It's more like if you don't see transgender people and see them doing other things and like what sort of the worst caricatures of them are, you'll never know that there's more to them. If you don't see, hey, there's doctors that are transgendered, politicians that are transgendered, people who have live very robust lives that are complex, that, you know, poetry, making music, all these things, just normal lives that, that to them, their gender isn't their whole life, that their gender isn't everything about them, that representation allows there to be more individualism. Okay, absent of trying to, hey, you can see that these people are more complex by seeing them, 
by saying, hey, it's okay to acknowledge that you exist and let people get to know who you are. Okay, if people, if you've just forced people into hiding, then you don't get to see that they're more complex. So representation matters, not because we want people to continue thinking of people in, in divided strata, but people need to see that there's these characteristics aren't always are more are, are just a small fragment of a more complex individual. So sitting there and saying, hey, we're going to focus today. We're pointing out that these people are complex individuals is important, especially during a time where there's still a lot of intolerance, there's still a lot of misunderstanding, there's still a lot of uh, ignorance around, uh, especially particularly with, with transgender people. Okay. Um, so that I mean that's 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 the other point. Now, yes, so it's it is kind of addressing sort of this cultural uh cool what's the word I'm looking for? Um when things are asymmetry. It's cultural asymmetry in the sense that we're again there's like the norm and then there's everything else. Now where people suddenly get really scared and they get really weird is they start thinking like any effort to to shape culture is automatically some sort of effort to subvert property rights or to subvert uh, the economy or whatnot. That's all some socialist propaganda. Now, of course, there are the people who want those things that try to subvert cultural movements to do that. Anyone who, because when it comes to economic agendas, property rights agendas, these aren't things that usually capture people's imaginations. Okay, what captures people's imaginations is, is culture. So people of any agenda try to subvert cultural debates, cultural movements, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're the same thing, okay? Sitting there having a conversation about culture and basically how our experience of the culture in the world around us shapes how we treat each other, how we think of each other, um, and influences the lives that we live is a different conversation than saying, well, there shouldn't be property rights and the government should redistribute income. That's a different conversation. People subvert the first because they want to push their agenda on the latter, but they're two different things. Okay, so you can be pro, you know, things like talking about representation and talking about uh, race, gender, sexuality, and all these things, having conversation to move towards a greater individualism and be a free market capitalist like myself, be a, you know, less government, the better type like myself. Okay, I don't want government to be involved in the cultural battles. The cultural battle is about a discussion because it's more about it's about the decisions that we make as individuals, okay? And if you notice that people, your friends or family are are of a category where they, they're, they belong to a community that you made certain assumptions about, that might change those assumptions you make. That would also, and then that would one, will also improve your relationship with your family members because, you know, once you learn to, it doesn't necessarily mean everyone has to accept and, 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 and be thrilled about it, what everyone does. But there's a difference between just you know being able to coexist, and that's what it's about. And it's the anti- it's the antagonization that's the problem. It's the antagonization that creates the consciousness and the need for these things. Okay, so when I see people respond with an antagonization uh, to these kind of celebrations, it's bizarre. <clears throat> and then again, you were like, "Where's my white parade? Where's my straight parade?" It's like it's because your consciousness is typically not wrapped in your heterosexuality or your whiteness because it's not something that's novel. It's not something that sticks out. So people get to actually hear other parts of you. They get to focus on what sports you like, what music you like, what, what other things you like. It's not, because of that, people can focus on the other things that are special about you. The issue is with others, oftentimes people don't look that deep because they get so focused on the novel. Um, 
And that's the point of these movements, to sit there and show that people are more complex. It's not to sit there and say that we should all think of each other as separate, but to show that even though I'm different in this way, and you think of me as different in this way, I am also a complex individual who wants all sorts of things. I am your neighbor. I am your family member. I am your friend. I am your, um, I am your mailman. I am your uh, TV star. I am, I, am, I am more. That's the point. And if you don't see people demonstrating that, then what happens, all you have to live is the hearsay, all the caricatures, the people that, that float cultural, okay? And literally every time I make a post about like, you know, trans empowerment or something like that, those kind of caricatures are exactly the exact kind of way that people respond. <laughs> Only validating the need for such things, okay? Um, you know, because it's, because basically then people believe the cartoon is the reality because they're not being exposed to reality. Um, okay, and the second thing I would, you, you hear is always when the people go down to the whole, the, the, they try to use a false appeal to like science. They'll sit there and start pointing like, well, science and, 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 and mental health and all this stuff. And um, okay, one, the mental health one pisses me off a lot because you go through history, different things were considered, you know, m mental disorders. Once the time they used to commit people for masturbating. Okay, so you know, what is a, what is true, what is mental health is a moving ball. At the end of the day, to me, mental health is being happy, okay? Being satisfied with your life. And to the extent that people can become a little bit more satisfied with their life by making changes in their life, that will make them mentally healthier, okay? Um, you know, mental health is a moving target because how do you define that? I think of it as being happy. I think of it as being able to coexist in life. Okay, so to the extent that someone has the latitude to live the life that they want to live without the interference of without being interfering in others or being interfered with by others, allows them to be healthier, then that's perfectly fine. Okay, um, but again, you know, if we're gonna sit there and say anytime anyone decided something was a mental disorder in history, that's a mental disorder, that that's just bizarre, and then you know, we should just start making you know, start being anti-masturbating and anti-pretty much anything we do for fun nowadays. Um, and then when people try to conflate science and sit there and say, well, you know, it was biological male, biological female, like no one's arguing that. You're, you, that's just, what you're doing there is it's a red herring. You're, you're having, you're making an argument that's not what's being debated in a sense, okay? This is not a this is not a scientific conversation, but a cultural conversation of the use of language, okay? In making distinctions to have a language that is more inclusive, okay? And language has evolved over, oh, has always been evolving, has always been evolving as culture changes to adapt to changing cultural norms and and to be more inclusive. There was lots of words that didn't exist before because things that because things that didn't exist yet, or words that were used differently because culture was different. Okay, so trying to sit there and say words mean things is a non-starter. Trying to say science is this is a non-starter because no one's arguing the science per se. They're arguing saying, okay, well, this is this is a, a cultural thing. We need to you know find a linguistical way to be able to express it. And anyone should want language to be more expressive in the sense of be clearer to say what you're trying to say. So making a distinction between gender and sex and saying sex is biology and gender is your the way you live your life is, is, is suitable. I mean, I think gender identity is, is, a, is, a, is a little bit more clear and I'm, I'm all about, you know, clarity of language, 
which is why I like the terms like trans women, cis women. I think that gives a very, a, a very non-pejorative clarity to language that allows us to speak and be clear about our lives and who we are that don't necessarily incur any sort of it doesn't give anyone any boost and it doesn't give anyone any knock okay like it's a very saying trans women cis women is very neutral okay no one's being told that they're better or worse it's just a word to be clear about what's going on and what's happening and that's a good thing we should want language to be clear we should want culture to be more inclusive um of people being able to pursue their own lives on a non-violent manner um so that's my issue with these with both of with sort of the nature of trolling. Again, this isn't the matter of like approval or acceptance. It's not that you have to accept what other how other people live their lives or other people's state. But again, it's not your life. Okay? Other people shouldn't have to be miserable. Other people shouldn't have to hide who they are because it makes you feel more comfortable. Um, other people they should be able to go to the store and you know be able to, to to shop without you snickering without you at the same time you should be able to go to the store without them necessarily interfering you and and and, ma and making fun of you for the hat that you wear or something like that okay that we should be able to just coexist and let our differences be our differences but it doesn't mean we have to do that it doesn't mean we have to ignore that we are different that we are unique okay being individuals doesn't mean we have to ignore what makes us individuals um so hopefully that is makes a little bit of clarity in sort of where i'm coming from um and the way i think about these things and uh, my name is alex merced from alexmerced.com again vice chair of the libertarian national committee um currently not for much longer and um yeah at the end of the day it's just we should just focus less on all these stupid debates and more on just being good to each other Okay, if we just focus on that, okay, and stop getting so hung up on all these small little things and, and, and then having real conversations and being willing to have real conversations about these issues, okay? I'm not saying that everything I just said in this thing is perfectly right or dead on or whatnot, but instead of just being dismissive and angry and pejorative, sitting there, so, okay, let's, let's have that debate. Let's have that discussion. Let's, let's have a, a genuine discussion without sort of a need to attack or demean or whatnot uh, would re result in a much more substantive cultural evolution. So my name is Alex Merced from alexmerced.com. Have a great day and enjoy.